Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, my beautiful friend. Here we are once again. I am so grateful to have you as part of my family. I truly feel that's what we are. Even on this podcast, just one big family. I want to talk today about what happens when you live in expectation. But I'm talking about expectation of all of the good stuff. Now, this might seem like a foreign concept to some of you. And I don't mean that You don't pray for all the good stuff or hope for the good stuff. But that is completely different from expecting the good stuff. So living in expectation, anticipation, if you will, that all of the amazing stuff is going to show up for you. That truly is the state that we have to be in for the good stuff to show up, for it to appear for our angels and guides to begin to put it on our path. I remember one of the stories that I wrote about in my book, Stepping into the Light. It was about a retreat that I had heard of. This was, this was at my lowest point. I mean, I was very, very ill, had not been diagnosed yet. I'd ended up being Lyme disease, they found out years later, but I was so sick had to close my private practice as a speech pathologist. I was too sick to work. My husband at the time was in Afghanistan serving in the war, and, you know, he signed up for one year, which turned into be eight years. Our marriage did not last, so not only was I sick, but I was going through a very emotional and awful divorce. I was deep in debt. I saw no way out. I kept going further and further down that black hole. But I heard about this pilgrimage going to Sedona. And I just knew, I don't know how or why, but I knew deep within me that I was supposed to be on that trip. I had not a penny to my name, and I gave it to the angels. I said, if I am supposed to be on that trip, you take care of the money. You bring it to me somehow, and I will go. Now, when I prayed to them or, or, you know, called out to them to do that for me, it was not a hoping for or a desperation call. It was an expecting call. I expected them to show up with the money if I was supposed to be on that trip. So I put that out to my angels and guides, and two weeks, and I let it go. I didn't even actually think about it again, to be honest, because I just truly let it go. Two weeks later, I get a letter in the mailbox, and it's from my insurance company, which surprised me because I had already paid my car insurance bill, so I wasn't sure why I was getting another letter. And when I opened the letter, it was a dividend check. And I received dividend checks every year, and it was usually about $100 at the time. 
And it just, I think I got them for being safe driver or something and not having any claims. But when I opened the check, or opened the envelope, and I looked at the check, it was $963. That was the exact amount of the trip. I kid you not. That was my first big aha moment. <laughs> that money could show up in magical ways. So I know since then that everything can show up in magical ways, but that was my first experience with money showing up that I did not have to work hard for, I didn't have to go ask for, I didn't have to borrow, it just showed up in my mailbox. So the angels taught me right away, my first time calling on them to do something like that, they taught me first time, you give it to us, you let go of it, and live in expectation. I I saw myself on that trip. I truly did. So when I told them, you take care of the money part and I'll go, I just forgot all about it and I went on about my life. Several people that I have worked with in healing sessions, I work with them, but I, I not just work with them as far as with their energy, and infusing them with healing energy and working through their stories and all the things that are keeping them sick. But I always tell them, you only see yourself as healed. You expect to be healed. You live in expectation of being done with this, whatever it is, this physical ailment, this emotional trauma. And I have seen miracles. I have seen my share of miracles. And people will say, you know, it's, you healed me, you did this. And I'm, I always tell them, no, I was part of it. I was part of your miracle. But your team, your spiritual team, your angels, guides, and all the healing masters that we called in, and your expecting, your expectation of being healed and well, this was all part of it. My coaching clients. It's, it's so amazing to watch them transform, even during the first session together. You know, we'll be on the phone and I'll be asking them about their experiences, what's happening with them, if they've had experiences with angels or connecting with departed souls, and really just kind of getting an overall picture of where they are. And one of my first questions on the first session is, have you ever connected with your guardian angels? And I mean, have you heard their name? Have you, you know, have you got a sense of them? Do you know what color they show up as? Like all these questions. And I can't, it's nine times out of 10, my clients will say, well, no, you know, they'll tell me their name when they're ready or no, I've never connected. I'm just waiting whenever it's time. And I'll go, um, no, okay. Nope, we're going to go through an exercise right now. And I'm going to show you how easy it is, how quickly you can learn your angels' names. They're not waiting to tell you. Your ego is telling you that you're not hearing it. <laughs> and so I will take them through this exercise and I will tell them, you are going to hear your angel's name. You are going to know what color resonates with them. You are going to know if they feel more masculine or feminine or neither. Maybe they're both. And you will know what gift they have come to give you this time around. And so I will 
get them connected and take them through this exercise where they imagine or envision their guardian angels in front of them. And we usually call in, you know, whoever would like to come forward today. And clients have had anywhere from three to four to five, even seven angels stand in front of them. And so I will say, all right, so all the angels are going to stand side by side in this line. And we're going to start on your left. You know, you're facing your angels. We're going to start on your left. And so actually we call these angels one by one up close. And I'll say things like, you know, what is your, um, what, it, what color resonates with your angel? What color is your angel? Boom, they have a color. Now, here's the thing. Your intuition, that is how we are guided. That's how we receive information. It's the first three seconds. So I love doing this with clients one-on-one because I don't give them time to think about it. They have to give me the first thing that comes. But see, the first session in my coaching program, I'm already getting them used to trusting that first initial thing that comes to them. So they'll get the color. And then I'll ask, are they, you know, is this angel more feminine or masculine or both or neither? And boom, they'll give it to me. And then I'll ask them, okay, what is your angel's name? And sometimes my clients hesitate. I'm like, tell me, what's the name you get right now? And they'll say, it's funny because one client started giggling and she said, I just get George. And I said, cool. You know, not, not all angels have some angelic sounding name. I have a, my own, one of my own guardian angels' names is Joe. I've heard Nancy. I've heard Gina. <laughs> so we have to get out of this human ego telling us, oh, no, it's supposed to be like Ariel or Seraphim or whatever. No, it can be Todd. It can be that simple. So we'll go, um, oh, and then I'll ask, you know, what, what gift does your angel have for you? And they'll, okay, my angel has this gift. They'll come up with the gift. And then sometimes we take it further and say, well, what is this gift for? What are you to use it for? And then we place it, you know, I have my client place it in their heart. And so we'll go all the way down the line and they will get everything. And they'll be giggling through the whole thing. And at the end, you know, I always say, isn't that amazing? You thought you had to wait until they were ready, but they've been ready all along. You were the one doubting that you could receive it. So the first session, I'm already showing my clients how easy it is to be connected and to receive information. But see, we live in expectation that it's not going to happen or that the angels aren't ready to tell us. So when we live in expectation that it will happen, it shifts everything. When I finally shifted from fear and doubt and lived in expectation of abundance in all its ways, all its forms, whether it was wealth, health, love, everything, I only expected the amazing stuff. Even when little triggers show up, you must continue to expect good stuff. Just an example, you know, if your car, say a light goes off on your car, 
most people go, oh, oh God, you know, I hope this isn't anything serious or not this again, or I sure didn't need this crap right now. Do you know what I say? Archangel Michael, take care of this. The light goes off within a few days, if not that, that day. It's probably one thing you didn't even know about Archangel Michael, that he helps with electronics, he helps with vehicles. So anytime I have a little light that goes off, and I do from time to time, I just tell him to go take care of it. And I let it go, and I expect it to be fixed. So funny. I remember I did that, I don't even know, five, six months ago. I was visiting my parents in Connecticut. And I was driving them, and all of these lights went off on my car. And I'm like, what the heck? Wow, I've just never had this happen before. And one of my favorite reactions if you even want to it's not even a reaction it's just I just take a big deep breath and say isn't that interesting so I pulled over I told my dad to get the little book out just so I could see what you know make sure I just want to read the book to see if I should even be driving it and he goes oh honey I know it's so scary and it's so this and so that and I go I just looked at him and I said dad I'm not scared I'm just seeing if I should drive my car or not so again someone else's stories and I love my dad to pieces, but, you know, throwing his stories at me, and I wasn't even scared. So it did say, oh, I called, I'm sorry, I called the dealership. That's what I did, because I couldn't tell in the book. It didn't kind of have the range of lights that I had going off at the same time were not in my book. So I called the dealership real quick that was near my parents, and they said, you need to bring it in. I, and so we drove there, and I said, Archangel Michael, I expect this to not be a big deal. I expect you to take care of this, whatever it is. <laughs> you are not going to believe what it was. <laughs> I took it in. Um, you know, I sat in the waiting room. They came out. I'm not kidding. Like less than five minutes later and said, your gas cap just wasn't on um, right. I, I just started laughing. I go, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. <laughs> like I felt bad. I've wasted their time. And I was fully willing to pay for their time for them, you know, taking me in on an emergency. And it was like five o'clock in the evening when they were ready to close. They said, no charge. We're happy to help. I lived with the expectation that it would not be a big deal. My father went through surgery. 80 something years old. Had major heel surgery he had actually um i want to get this right um heel replacement surgery there's actually metal in his foot and he had it done at yale from the top surgeon in the country one of the top surgeons again i told archangel michael and Raphael, the healing angel that i expect everything to be perfect i expect him to be in no pain and i expect him to heal quickly that is exactly what happened So my friend, start watching your thoughts, catching yourself, live with expectation of the good shit. Change your thoughts. We have all gotten into patterns of negativity, of bad things coming to us, of not being worthy, of whatever the story is. Live in expectation of the amazing stuff 
and it will start appearing for you. I love you all. I hope to see you on my website, juliatreat.com. And please, please share this podcast so that other people can start to learn how to live in expectation of all of the good stuff. Please share it. I appreciate it. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.